0: Take A move that I make I give it everything I got Cause that what it takes I push the limit till it break The heart of the brave The soul of a legend with the will to be great Hold
1: up Welcome! <laughs> Cut the damn music! Welcome everybody to the latest edition of No Mercy. By yours truly, Stephen A. Smith, coming at you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as I love to do and will continue to do every single week, a minimum of three times a week. Anywhere you can find your podcast, you will find no mercy. That's K-N-O-W, by the way. Not N-O, but K-N-O-W. I have to confess to you that I am having a very bad day. Now, I know you try to find her. You said, "What, what, what does Stephen A. have a reason to have a very bad day for? I mean, what the hell is wrong with him? He can pay his bills. He making a little paper. He's chilling on national television every day. Two hours a day minimum. He got the podcast. He got his production company. He got all of this stuff going on. You know something, ladies and gentlemen? There's something that we're all familiar with. You ever heard that phrase, fruits of your labor? You ever heard about that? Huh? Because I have. And I got to tell you something. I got a lot of things on my mind. And one of the things that I have on my mind is when I look at my check. (laughs) And David, it make me emotional. I want to cry. Y'all can't relate. I understand. Y'all act like y'all can't relate. Y'all want to sit up there and look at Stephen A. Stephen A making a little paper. I got news for you. I was broke for 45 years. I love how people have to look at me, and they see me on television, and they hear me on the podcast, or they'll listen to me in the audio stratosphere, whether it's radio, the podcast, or anywhere else. They might even catch me on a couple of commercials. Hell, you might see me doing cameo appearances in a movie or see me on General Hospital. Well, guess what? They don't pay that damn much. Not enough for me not to feel the effects of the IRS. Now, y'all sitting in y'all car right now or traveling on an airplane or something like that, and you you say to yourself, I know this brother ain't about to sit here and do a podcast complaining about taxes. Oh, yes, I am. I am having a very bad day. Because you see, I'm a little bit different from y'all. Y'all haven't done enough homework on me. When I say that I am a proud capitalist. See, y'all take it literally. He's not about looking out for the man on the come up. He's not about fair and, and equality and fairness. He's not about all of that. Well, I can't front technically. You're right. I, I, I just don't think that everyone, I think everyone deserves equality when it comes to opportunity. I don't think everyone deserves equality when it comes to your level of production. I happen to believe that most people in my business don't, and don't, They don't equate to what I bring to the table. Am I supposed to apologize for that? I do a show called First Take every weekday morning on ESPN. It's been number one come April 1st for 11 years straight. It wasn't number five. It number one. And the thing about it that's so so, so so grating and so stressful is that you work through the corporate terrain and you're scratching your claw and you're committed to excellence and you put in all of this work and corporate America says you've earned it. Here you go. And somebody like the IRS today had a damn thing to do with what you were doing, and take half your money. Half. You think I'm joking, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, I live in New York and California. New York, New Jersey, it's all the same. They share the same taxes. At least when it comes to income tax. Did you know that the state of New York, their taxes range from from 4% to 10.9%? 10.9%, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in a tax bracket where I'm paying 10.9% of my income in state taxes alone. If it's in California, it's at 12.3%. If it's federal income taxes, you know, they already taken over 37% of my money. So that equates to about 50% of my money that's gone before I even see it. You think that's cool? You think that's something to be joyful about and celebratory about? My question to you is, what drug are you sniffing? What drugs are you on? What alcohol? What cough syrup? What nasal nasal medicine? Something's wrong with you. Because I got news for you. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I'm watching an election that's less than two weeks away. We talking about the gubernatorial race in New York. Arizona, senatorial race in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz. Talk about a whole bunch of stuff going on. All over the country, I'm hearing comments about immigration. I'm seeing the governor, Governor Abbott in Texas, Governor DeSantis in Florida, shipping migrants to cities like New York and Chicago. Hell, Martha's Vineyard. And it's national news. I'm seeing people talk about our borders, national news. The Reduction Inflation Act, national news, as well as it should be. Crime. People scared to go on the subways in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, pump the brakes, stop the presses, hold your heart. If you've seen the movie, the show Sanford and Son, with Late great comedian Red Fox got rested, so grab your heart. Say Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you, honey, with what I'm about to say. There's enough crime in California that people were scared to shop on Rodeo Drive. Rodeo Drive. Now, you might sit up there and say, All right, Stephen A, I get where you're coming from, but what the hell does that have to do with taxes? Very, very simple. First order of business is to make money. You know what comes in a close second? Keeping money. And when we think about keeping money and what's been transpiring in this nation, I don't understand how this is not a profound issue. I'm the only person in my home. I'm the only person amongst my core group of felons, my core group of friends who talk about taxes. I'm like, y'all like? Half your salary being gone? Really? Let's say for the sake of argument, you make a million dollars a year. And let's say in order to get that million dollars a year, you got a representative that's representing you, an agent per se, with a standard 10% fee. But you live in New York or you live in California where 50% of your money is gone automatically if not a little bit more. Then on top of that, 10% of your money is going off of what you gross, but it's after your net. So as a result, 15 to an extra 20% of your money is gone. And before you know it, you're walking home with 30 to 35 cents on a dollar. What the hell is this? The Great Depression post-World War II? Y'all cool with that? I'm not. And I ain't apologizing for it to a damn soul. We talking about Republicans or Democrats or all of this other stuff. Please, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even bother with the names. I listen to what their message is on taxes. The minute I heard Bernie Sanders talking about tax, 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 or Elizabeth Warren talking tax, 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 I'm like, uh, I don't know. I ain't feeling that. Stephen, ain't be fair now. Be fair. Democrats ain't the only ones that are t- talking about tax you. Democrats ain't the only one talking about spending money. Republicans too. You're damn right. I feel you. I ain't letting anybody off the hook. Notice I ain't going party. I'm going message and messenger. Mark Lamont Hill guy based out of Philadelphia, used to be a professor at Temple, NYU, various other places. I know that sometimes he's gotten himself into some trouble with some of the political stances that he has taken over the years. I'm not getting into all of that. I know the brother. I got love for him. Let me tell you the last real conversation he and I had. And I got affection for him. I was on television with him one year back in two one day back in 2010 if I remember correctly. Obama was in office and they were talking about universal health care and all of this other stuff. And this is a man that I love, who's an intellect I profoundly respect, and the whole bit this brother said sitting right next to me on television, quote, I don't care if they tax me 80% of my money. As long as everybody in this country has universal health care, I'm good with it. Ladies and gentlemen, that ain't Stephen A. I'm sorry. Let me stand alone. Let me absolve my entire team. Rashawn, Greg, Sherry, Terry, the, 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 the whole bit. Michael, the whole crew. Let me absolve them. These are not their opinions. These are mine. These are not their opinions. These are mine. I ain't that dude. I'm not giving up 80% of my money for nobody. Nobody. I don't give a damn what anybody says. They can kiss off. And to me, that's the real conversation we all got to start having. We got to get beyond all of this. We got to stop this nonsense. Thinking that it's okay to take our money. I'm tired of these politicians coming to us all the time, asking for more money in taxes. I'm tired of them telling us we got to close these loopholes and make sure that the rich pay their fair share. How many years are you going to have that message and never follow through? You've been saying it for decades. Is it possible that you can't tax the rich? Because they don't live off of personal income taxes nor property gains tax. They're investors. So as a result of being investors, how much money can you truly, truly tax them? Warren Buffett gave us a hint about how you navigate your way through paying an exorbitant amount of taxes years ago when he talked about owning a business but giving himself a salary. And he paid taxes on that salary. Everything else he was able to write off. Mitt Romney, when he was running for office back in 2012, when the nation was paying more than 33 to 35% in taxes on average, this brother was hovering around 13, 14%. There's always loopholes that people in big business know about here's my question if you're the politicians how you don't know about it how can't you how can you not come up with policies to close these loopholes every four years i'm talking to my one of my producers my exceptional researcher michael the left winger himself how many times are you gonna come to us talking about loopholes need to be closed how many times how many times? I mean, damn. Oh, but this is my favorite. When folks come and you know, we we we're we going to spend a trillion dollars. Reduction inflation bill, and all of these other things that they come up with that escapes my memory for this particular second. But since Joe Biden has been in office, it is clear that he has spent over three trillion dollars. But it's not going to affect the middle class. So let me get this straight. The poor can't afford to pay it. The rich keep exercising their way and maneuvering their way through loopholes. But the middle class, which makes up a vast majority of American citizens, the lower to the middle, to the upper middle class, that's what makes up a vast majority of this country, along with small business owners. Somehow, some way, they're going to get away without paying nothing, right? while you pay down this deficit, right? That's what we're supposed to believe. Were we born last night or at night? See, that's why I do my homework in certain situations anyway. See, one of the things that I do is that I've investigated these states with no state income taxes. I'm tired of my money going elsewhere. See, I can deal with sales tax because I don't have to buy stuff. I can deal with property taxes because I don't have to live just any old posh place. But these damn income taxes, the only way you can avoid them is to not work or to own your own business and have a good tax man to help you navigate your way through that minutia to appease the IRS. Who, according to the reports are going to have anywhere from an additional 30,000 to 87,000 IRS agents. But back to the nine States that don't have a state income tax. Ladies and gentlemen, Alaska. Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. The state of Texas, their constitution actually forbids personal income taxes. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking into it all. I'm a native New Yorker. The bright bright lights of Broadway turn me on. I've loved New York all my life. California, that weather, nothing beats it. It is paradise. The hills, the beautiful scenery, the Hollywood signs, all of this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, it is something special. I'll be damned if I'm trying to live in any one of those places. I'm looking into Florida. I'm looking into Vegas and Nevada, even though coyotes and Lord knows what else is in those damn mountains. Arizona, even though there's no state income tax, they're a bit lower than some of the others. I'm investigating it all. I know, the only time I hear about New Hampshire is during the election. Okay, Alaska is pretty damn cold. So that's out. But that's only because of the cold. Only because of the cold. That's damn near Russia. I mean, if you listen to former vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin, it's right by Russia. Russia's right over there. I can see it out my window. That's what she said. Ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't mind moving there if it wasn't that damn cold. It's two things in my life that I am hell bent on getting rid of. Cold weather in my life and high taxes. I am tired of suffering. I'm tired of it. I can't take it no more. I'm going to say this again. 50 plus percent in taxes. Additional money for other fees going on in your life. FICA. As one comedian once said, I don't know who the hell she is and how she got my money. But I don't know what the hell FICA is. What is it? Federal Insurance Contributions Act or whatever the hell it is. I don't know what it is. Don't care. All I know is that they ain't got no damn business on my paycheck. I'm sick of it. Then they got the nerve to warn us that our social security funds are damn near diluted. So not only are they taking our money, they're saying they don't have the money we saved. And Y'all talking about crime and immigration and inflation. You want me to tell you what to make this country a better place? If you figure out a way to keep more money in people's pocket. A, so they'll know they're good. B, so they can shop when they want to. And C, because they know if they run out of a little bit of money, they always got a chance to get it back because you ain't going to take it away. Think about that. Because I got more to tell you in just a minute. You're listening to Stephen A. No mercy. Coming back with more in a minute.
0: This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop me high? You know,
1: at some point in time, common sense matters. You know, sometimes they sit up there and they talk about, well, you know what? There's an 18 to 34 younger demographic out there. There's a 25 to 49, you know, demographic out there. Excuse me. 50 and over ain't the only people paying taxes. When you look at the workforce out there, there's millions upon millions of people. From 18 to 250 that's going to be paying out and doling out dollars. Money is not. The end all, be all. I get that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want you to think for one second that Stephen A. Smith right here on No Mercy, this No Mercy podcast coming at you three times a week, it's all about the money. Oh, no, 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 no. Please don't accuse me of that. That's not what I'm saying. It ain't the be all and end all. But it's pretty damn close. You ever look at your check? And the money that you got paid? After taxes ain't enough to pay your bills. But if you had had the money that you earned in salary and you look at that before it was taxed, it was enough. So Uncle Sam cost you dollars. That's the world we're living in. That's the world we're living in. Ladies and gentlemen, New York and California, I'm going to be redundant. Here. I'm going to be regurg- I'm gonna regurgitate Two highest tax states in the union, California and New York. Tax rates are highly progressive, meaning those with higher incomes pay a large percentage, a larger percentage of personal taxes than people with lower incomes. Yeah, that's true. But if you ain't making no damn money just because they're not taking a whole bunch of stuff in taxes, don't mean that it's affordable to live there. Why you think so many people descended down to Georgia in the 80s and the 90s? You think that's an accident? Why you think states like North Carolina and Arizona suddenly become more appealing than the big cities? Because of taxes. That's why. States with flat taxes. Pennsylvania, 3.7 percent. Michigan, 4.25 percent. Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Michigan, all at 4.25 percent. North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Utah, again, at 3.7 percent. I want you to know this stuff. It matters. It matters. People want to walk away with their money. And I'm looking at this election coming up. And everybody's sitting up there and got the nerve, got the audacity. Oh, Stephen A is engaging in politics. He's getting a positive. I'm no political aficionado. I'm no Chris Cuomo. I'm no Sean Hannity. Hell, I'm no Candace Owens. I'm no Karen Hunter. I'm no Joe Madison. I'm just little old Stephen A. But you know what I got in common with all of them? I know how to count. And when my money is supposed to be at a certain place and it's down at a different place, it's a problem. It's a problem. I'm not going to say that it's the problem to the point that it was for other people because I'm not that stupid. See, as much as I hate paying taxes, I'll pay taxes all day, every day before I go to jail. See, Stephen, A. ain't doing that. You ain't locking me in no cage, giving me three meals a day, having a toilet seat for public view for anybody that's walking by the little cage they got me in. I ain't doing that. It ain't happening. But there are many who have. Remember Al Capone? Remember the gangster, the mobster? Linked to murder, extortion, and bootlegging, the mayor was eventually brought down by a tax scandal after prosecutors failed to make any other charges stick. 1931 was the year Capone received an 11 year sentence for not paying $215,000 in taxes. He never served a full term. He ultimately retired in Florida, but damn it, it happened. How about your friend of mine, Wesley Snipes? Blade, Money Train, White Men Can't Jump. I mean, the list goes on and on. I loved that series he did with Kevin Hart. They did an excellent job on that. I'm a huge fan of Wesley Snipes. I was sad when he received that three-year sentence, though a three year prison sentence for willfully failing to file IRS tax returns for six consecutive years and avoiding $7 million in taxes. He reportedly was following his advisors that claimed he didn't legally have to pay taxes. His advisors were wrong. Here's what I say. The advisor should have been put in jail too. If I got to pay you, and you're a licensed, certified CPA, and your advice was to tell me not to pay taxes, I think the IRS should be throwing them in jail. We follow the advice of our tax experts. But let me not get beside myself, because they actually were thrown in jail. And they deserve to be. So let me get that out the way. But they deserved it. I mean, if the client got to go to jail, listen, if I'm going to jail, my damn account going to jail. Because I'm following his advice. You think I'm reading all them damn tax codes and that tax laws? That's what I pay him for. Remember when Bernie Mac stood up on, on, on Def Comedy Jam back in the day? He said, oh, you in jail for another blah, blah, blah. And jumped up. Yon, yon, that was him. That was him right there. I would have called you, but your, but your phone line was busy. Oh, yeah, you going. Oh, God, I'm telling. I ain't going to jail without you. You going to jail, too. Absolutely. I'm telling. Cause I'd have paid it. You told me the choice is to pay or go to jail, I'm gonna pay. I'll be bagging groceries in Walmart or Target before I go to prison for somebody. You bet the house on that. I ain't doing time. For nothing, not for nothing like that. Not for something like that. It ain't happening. Wesley Snakes wasn't the only one. Lil Wayne, Grammy Award with an actor, rapper, I'm sorry. The IRS had a number of increasing liens against him for more than $12 million in 2014. In, in 2019, he finally settled his outstanding tax debt. Power to him. Nelly. The IRS alleged Nelly owed more than $2.4 million in back taxes from 2013. That was another case. Nicholas Cage, he had his issues. The IRS charged. Nicholas Cage for more than $14 million in unpaid taxes. Cage accounts for the failure to pay taxes as his management team. He ended up suing his money manager for fraud and negligence. I like that. In 2012, Cage paid more than $6 million of his tax bill. See how the IRS does? Ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to the game. This shows you how gangster they are. Let me break this down for y'all. So you see, they get you for not paying your tax. Then they find out additional culprits who contributed to you not paying the taxes. So not only do they get you, but they get them. And if you don't get the jail time, they still get some of their money from you. They get some of their money from them. And by the way, in order for you to fend them off, you got to hire lawyers and additional forensic accountants and all of that other stuff. It feeds the system. Isn't it beautiful for them? Isn't it beautiful? But what about the rest of us? I'm looking at the IRS right now, and I just say to myself, good Lord have mercy. They put gangsters to shame. Capone, John Gotti, hell, Tupac, Suge, the list goes on and on. Y'all can talk about these brothers all y'all want to. Alive and posthumously, it don't matter. Make no mistake, the tax man is the biggest, baddest OG out there. Him and his crew, the IRS, are the most ruthless, hardcore gangsters I have ever seen. And they're completely legit, and they have supporters all over the damn place. When they want their money, well, they're going to get their money. Make no mistake about it. I gave you the list of names. By the way, how about Shakira? Let me not forget about her. Hips don't lie. But evidently her tax man did. Somebody did. She fun. I'm a fan. Let me be very, very, very clear. I loved watching her with j Lowe. It was special. Was that New Year's Eve, I think? It was special. It was special. I don't know if it was New Year's Eve or not, but I know they were performing together. All I know is Hips didn't lie in any of them. Super Bowl. I get it. But that didn't help her when it came to Spanish prosecutors accusing her of failing to pay 14 and a half million euros. That's 13.9 million dollars in American dollars, by the way, on income earned between 2012 and 2014. They said she spent more than half of each year between 2012 and 2014 in Spain and should have paid taxes in that country. Ladies and gentlemen, they are after her. They are seeking an eight year sentence. If she's found guilty, eight years. Her hips ain't going to help if she ends up going to jail. I mean, I, I, I suspect. I don't think it's going to help with it. Everybody's paying attention. The election is coming up and y'all sitting around here focused on all of this other stuff, immigration, crime and, and inflation and all of this other stuff. Let me tell you something. What you want are politicians that's going to fuel the corporate machine. So people are employed. They're earning money. They got money in their pockets. First order of business is to get money in your pockets. And the second order of business is to figure out a way to keep it while not disrupting the system in a way that makes the IRS want to come after you. That's my suggestion. And I think it's a damn good one. Because I'm telling you, I don't know what I'm going to do. If I gotta hear some politician coming in my face telling me I got to spend more taxes than we already spending. This can't continue, y'all. This can't continue. I got more before we get on out of here. I ain't finished yet. Stick around, stay tuned. You're listening to No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. Back with more in a minute.
0: This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh-huh. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gon' stop me high? Who gon' stop
1: me high? Ain't nothing new about this, ladies and gentlemen. Ain't nothing new about the IRS coming for your money, not playing any games, being as gangster, giving lessons to gangsters as far as I'm concerned. I never forget that movie, American Gangster, when I was watching. I think his name is Joe Martin, if I remember. Papa Pope. I like to call him Papa Pope. I keep forgetting his name is real. But he, Papa Pope on the show Scandal with Kerry Washington. Loved him. He's a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal. Love him. I can't wait to meet him one day. That's how much love I have for him because he's an outstanding actor. But i never forget he was doing the scene with Denzel Washington, the movie American Gangster, when Denzel Washington was up there decorating the Christmas tree and he was handing Denzel some of the decorations. And Denzel was complaining about how the cops you know, was milking him for all he could get, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and the actor said, effing crooks. <laughs> He's talking about the cops being crooks. It was funny. <laughs> they gangsters, mind you. Dealing drugs and the whole bit, but They call the cops crooks, okay? But this is how people feel about the IRS. Now, let me be very, very honest with you. I ain't encourage you to disobey the law. Let's be very clear about that. There's a price to be paid. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. But you got to be innovative, just like some of the folks that make money. Guess what? They invest in businesses. And as investors, they're not employees. So W-2s don't apply to them. It's usually something else. It's a W-9, or 1099, some other form as an independent contract or something. Be legally creative. Some have tried, others have ignored it, and they paid the price. Remember that, 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 show, that show The Survivor in 2000? Remember Naked Man running around, butt naked, to win the Survivor? The first winner of Survivor got awarded a, a million dollars, refused to pay his taxes. They gave that brother 51 months in jail. Was it 41? 41 months. I apologize. Damn it! That's still three years and five months. Three and a half days would have been too long. They gave him man three years and five months, cause he refused to pay his taxes. I just think that it's come to point in time where we got to wake up and we got to understand nothing's free. We got to just embrace that as American citizens. So at certain times, we just too damn spoiled with with, with 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 idealism that we escape reality. America is a very, very special place. It's the land of opportunity. There's nothing wrong with fantasy. There's nothing wrong with dreaming. There's nothing wrong with having lofty aspirations. But it can't be at the expense of what's real. For example, I'm looking at an article right here from the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. It is a nonpartisan organization. It doesn't take sides. It just looks at the numbers. Article: September 13th, 2022. My executive producer would very much appreciate me reading this because see, I have facts, and I'm reading from the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, dated 2022, September 13th. Allow me to read this article to y'all. prior to the pandemic the United States national debt was on an unsustainable path. Policymakers appropriately enacted $3.4 trillion of additional borrowing to help fight the pandemic and stabilize the economy. Once the economy was strong enough, Congress and the White House should have stopped engaging in new borrowing and pivoted to focusing on implementing reforms to slow the growth of the national debt. Instead, policymakers have added to the deficit. And borrowing has continued at a very high level. We estimate the Biden administration has enacted policies through legislation and executive actions that will add more than $4.8 trillion to the deficit between 2021 and 2031, or nearly $2.5 trillion when excluding the effects of the American Rescue Plan. This is on top of the trillions of dollars we were projected to borrow. Before President Biden took office. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, before you want to get partisan and say, oh, they're just getting on Biden, they're just getting on Biden. The same article points out the $4.8 trillion of borrowing approved by the Biden administration is less than the roughly $7.5 trillion President Trump added to the deficit over his term. $4 trillion excluding COVID relief. So three and a half was for COVID relief. The other $4 trillion was on Trump, but much more than the $2.5 trillion President Trump had enacted at this point in his term. This $4.8 trillion is the net result of roughly $4.6 trillion of new spending, roughly $500 billion of tax cuts and breaks, and $700 billion in additional interest costs partially offset by $400 billion of spending cuts and $600 billion of revenue-increasing policies. The specific policies that have impacted deficits include—stay with me, ladies and gentlemen— the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, This was largely a COVID relief bill, which included funding the state and local governments, $1,400 payments to individuals, etc. How about the omnibus bill of 2022 fiscal year, $625 billion. The bipartisan infrastructure law, $370 billion. Honoring our pact Act, $280 billion. That expanded veterans' health and disability benefits to veterans who have or are presumed to have been exposed to toxic substances. We should all support that, by the way. I have no problem with that spending. That's a damn good cause to spend it. Veterans who take care of us, who put their lives on the line to defend our lives and liberties, you damn right they're worth the 280 billion PAC Act, without question, but I digress. Food stamps. Increase 185 billion. That's self-explanatory, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not poor, you don't need food stamps. I support that bill. Health related executive orders, 175 billion. Chips and Science Act, 8 billion. Ukraine supplementals 500. I'm sorry, 55 billion dollars. Just 55. Here's the deal. The Inflation Reduction Act of 240 billion dollars. How about this one? Student debt relief repayment pauses and cancellation, $750 billion. Over the first 18 months of his presidency, President Biden extended a pandemic era pause on student debt repayments four times at a cost of roughly $85 billion, while also implementing a number of targeted student debt changes that we estimate will cost another $165 billion. All of those things sound beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. The causes sound very, very valid. Nobody can question that. I ask a simple question to all of you out there in the United States of America and beyond. What's really free? Take your time. I'll wait. Go ahead and answer the question. Tell me what's really, really free. Tell me what the hell you think you can get without somebody paying for it. The answer is nowhere. The money has to be recouped in order for it to be recouped it's going to be it's going to come from the shoulders and the backs of the american citizens and if it's coming from us guess what people are going to be unhappy businesses are going to be unhappy so they're going to downsize or flatly go out of business individuals are going to be affected because businesses are compromised and that's to provide you paychecks if you don't have paychecks because there's no businesses financing your quality of life, guess what's next? Crime! Because who's going to sit idly by and starve and go without? <laughs> and then as a result of that crime, that sifting through our society, it leads to a demise, a degradating effect on the quality of life That we strive to enjoy. We want to act. Like money shouldn't matter. When are we going to stop lying to ourselves and recognize it always matters? You want to know about Stephen A. Smith and the epiphany that I reached? That's when it happened. Remember when I told you all that story about how I got let go? And I had to take a long, hard look at myself. And I had to wonder what the hell was I missing and what was going on. And I had to come to the conclusion and the realization that I didn't master my own profession, my own business, my own life. Because I didn't know my value. And I thought people screaming my name and in the streets and all of this stuff was all that it took. I didn't pay attention to where the dollars and cents were being funneled. And once I started studying that, once I realized that, once I mastered my profession and saw where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, reside, okay? Once I figured that out, my life changed. Because once I saw where the money was, I targeted that avenue. Well, how was I going to get there? That's when I adopted the mentality of waking up every day on a mission to make my bosses more money and to see how I can get some of it. And that realization is what magnified and emboldened and elevated me to the realm of being a capitalist. It wasn't because I wanted to be. It's because I had to be. Why are the United States doing business with China if they got human rights violations, according to y'all? Why are they doing business with Saudi Arabia? Why were they doing business with Iran and Iraq? Why? Why? Because we all do business with people who do business. We get tired of seeing everybody else enjoy the fruits of labors while we fail to do so. But guess what? If you ain't paying attention, then one could easily argue most, not all, not the desolate and disenfranchised that's not prone or exposed to the information, but the rest of us, we deserve what we get. Because you're supposed to study. You're supposed to avoid being the most ignorant person in the room. You're supposed to follow the dollars because everywhere you turn in this stratosphere, from America to Africa to Israel to Iran to Iraq to Saudi Arabia to China and Japan, Tokyo, the list goes on and on and on. They can call it euros or they can call it cash or they can call it whatever. It all equates to money. My objective is to make as much as I can and to keep as much as I can as legally as possible. And if this election is coming up in less than two weeks, fails to address that, especially in the streets of America, which is where I'm born and raised and where I live, times will only get worse. It's not going to get better. You can have your jewelry, you can have your cars, you can have your nice wardrobe, you can have your home, you can have everything. You won't even want to come out of the house. The stuff you see going on in the streets is because too many people are leaning on idealism and wanting things the way that they want things instead of accepting things for the way that they are in one realm. Money is a universal language. As long as we're breathing on this earth as human beings, it's not going anywhere. No matter where we go. I'm out, y'all. I just had to sound off about that. It was on my mind. I hope you can appreciate where I'm coming from. Until next time, stay tuned to the latest edition of No Mercy. I'm about to sign off. Coming at you three days a week. Remember that. No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. And remember, as I always tell you, especially since a lot of you find me on the television spewing one sports take after another, I always end my show by telling you this. And I'm going to tell you again you don't have to know sports to know mercy. Me talking to you about keeping as much money in your pocket as you possibly can is as merciful as I can be. You may not know it now. But pay attention. You will soon enough. The world we live in will see to it if you don't discover it yourself soon enough. Peace of love, everybody. Until next time. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey company in association with Stephen A. Podcast Productions. Episodes of No Mercy are available now for free wherever you get your podcasts. Guess who's got a memoir coming out, ladies and gentlemen? Yours truly, Stephen A. Smith. It's entitled Straight Shooter, and it's available right now for pre-order. I have signed these books, just so you know. So you can visit straightshooterbook.com to order your autographed copy today. In the book, I talk about my life before ESPN, growing up in Hollis, Queens, New York, how sports proved to be my salvation. I talk about some of the mistakes I've made in my life and my impact on the world of sports. The book is called Straight Shooter, and it's written to help motivate you to overcome setbacks that have maybe prevent you from reaching your dreams so go right now and order your autographed copy of my memoir straight shooter book.com
0: don't wait it's entitled straight shooter check it out don't miss it at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field